Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, Halloween is almost here, which sounds to me like it's a good time for some crowd sorcery. Which is the show I do every couple of weeks where I spend hours and hours scrying through all the different crowdfunding campaigns that are going to end their run over the next couple of weeks. And I bring you my preferred picks. And this time, I've got seven games that really stand out from the crowd. And it was a big crowd this episode. Jeez Louise. But the seven I'm talking about really speak to me because they all work well with two. They are all less party and more puzzly. And they don't really have a lot of player versus player. So if you're anything like me, you might be interested in some of these as well. And all of them will end their crowdfunding campaigns within the next two weeks uh, leading up to November 8th. So the last week of October, first week of November. Right. So, uh, without any further ado, let's start talking about them, beginning with Rhone Invasion. Now, this one ends its run on October 27th, so it's almost up. And I actually did a sponsored preview for this one. And you might not think this is for me because at first glance, it seems like it's what I like to call a dueling wizard game where players face off against each other, playing a bunch of cards to their side of the table to do damage to each other. And I have to admit, I'm not interested in that part of the game at all. What really draws me in is it comes with a really well done cooperative alternative mode that Jen and I both really enjoyed a lot where we work together to defeat a common foe, rogue AI from the planet Mars, trying to destroy us in a post-apocalyptic future. Which sounds really far out, but oh man, the gameplay here is so good. The card play is wonderful, but what's even more fun is the fact that the dice you use to gather resources to play your cards, think mana in Magic the Gathering, are these really big, cool, chunky dice where you are literally reprogramming them as you go by screwing new colored pips into them and removing old ones. It's so fun and satisfying to roll these dice as you upgrade them, <coughs> excuse me, round after round after round. And the game even comes with a very smartly implemented campaign game where between games you can keep all your die upgrades and fight tougher and tougher bosses. Really impressive. Enjoyed this one a lot and it ends its run on October 27th, Roan Invasion. Okay, let's talk about the next one. Nanga Parbat, the missions pack, which is a game we covered on the channel quite a while ago. Uh, Shay did a run through for it, although I was super impressed by it. I've played it as well. It's from Dr. Finn. Uh, see, the uh, attract video is just Dr. Finn talking about it and, and some people, uh, you know, doing some talking heads. Let me see. Uh, the game itself is such a brilliant, fun little puzzly game where there's this tableau of mountains. Where each turn, you are in your turn, you're going to grab an animal from uh, one of the animals that you're trying to you know study or take a picture of or whatever <clears throat> from one of the mountains. 
the the hike the mountain that the hiker is on and depending on which animal you take that will move the hiker to a different mountain and that means i am choosing what i want to collect right now and there's a lot of set collection stuff each animal has a different special power you unlock when you take a picture of it and all that but if i pick the one in the uh that matches the bottom right a mountain that means I'm going to send the hiker to oh, to that mountain, and then that's what you get access to. So every decision in this game is really laden with choice because I know what I need, but I know what you need, and it's right over there. Am I going to send you to that mountain, or am I going to try to send you to a mountain that you don't like because you don't have a lot of that particular animal? And there's an area control element too. As we keep going back and forth, we leave our own little hiker meeples behind, and so that's a way. To score points, all the special powers from the different animals. This is a brilliantly puzzly little game. Just the bee's knees, Ruel, uh, not Ruel, um, although I know Ruel's played it too. Shay and I were both very impressed. Actually, I know Kimberly has played it also. Another member of the Rado runs through uh, pack. Yeah, she actually did a video for this new missions pack. So anyway, it's on Kickstarter right now and um, you can get the base game if you don't have it along with this new mission pack or just the mission cards to give you a new way to score points. And I, I, I just can't not say enough how fantastic Nanga Parbat is. And uh, now it's gotten even better with all this cool mission stuff as well. Uh, Dr. Finn is one of the best filler level uh, designers working there. I often call him the king of the filler. And Nanga Parbat is one of his best of all time. And this one ends on October 28th. The Nangaparbat Mission Packs. Okay, let's go on then. Now, this one is very unique, I have to say. It's the Turchi Jr. Promo Pack, which... I'll admit, folks, Dave Turchy, design superstar in the industry these days, I consider him a friend. In fact, I actually even kind of helped him get his start in the uh, board game designing industry. And he has gone on to do some of the best crunchy, crunchy games of the last few years. And... As much as anything else, I wanted to call this one out, which ends on October 31st, on Halloween, to say congratulations publicly to Dave. Uh, he's about to have his first uh, child. And so, to celebrate, he has decided to make promos that are uh, tied to, I believe it's eight of his best games he has ever done. Takanu, Tawantinsuyu, Imperium, Perseverance, Voidfall, Vengeance, Roll and Fight, um, Venice and Trakirian. And um, you can get all of them, this group of eight promos, for a low, low price and help him and his wife uh, ring in the birth of their first child. And I just think that's wonderful. Now, I know some people might look at this and say, well, yeah, I, I love Turchy Games, but I only have two of these. What am I going to do with the other six promos? Well, folks, um, bear in mind, this is less about getting the promos and more about if you're a fan of Turchy, uh, if, if you like him and what he's done, this is an opportunity to celebrate the most important moment of his life with him and give him a little bit of support because he's going to need it um, uh, with you know having a brand new kid. Because uh, life in the board game industry doesn't pay very well. Anyway, though, that aside, if you're so like, yeah, but what am I going to do with those six or five or four promos? I mean, me, I mean, I kept Venice. I love Trakirian. Tawantin Suyu is fantastic. And Perseverance I have. So I could use four of these. Takenu. Uh, but here's the deal. If you're the ones I don't, there are people out there. If you get... 
this and you have promos you don't want, you will be able to find ways on BoardGameGeek. If you want to know more, ask me down in the comments. I will point you to the um, worldwide um, promo card math trade uh, geek list that I started myself, geez, six, seven years ago, and I'm still running strong. There are ways, there are promos out there that you want. Some of these promos, other people will want, and there are ways that you can get together and trade them back and forth. It's actually a lot of fun. I used to do it a lot myself back when I lived in Malta. But anyway, again, this was less about the promos. It really is. And more about saying congratulations uh, to Dave and Norley and Junior. And so I just wanted to call out, this is just so sweet and charming, the Turchy Junior promo pack, which closes on October 31st. Okay, after that, we've got Gathering Gloom. Uh, one I did a sponsored preview for, and I really liked this cooperative worker placement deck building game that does a lot of really cool and interesting new twists with the way it handles these, especially the deck building. This game is uh, deck building on turbo speed. You have more control over your deck of cards and how you expand it than just about any other deck builder I've ever seen. <clears throat> and it's just in time for Halloween. It ends on October 31st. It is a silly and creepy and macabre and uh, comedy-filled game about a family of monsters who have moved into town and are just trying to get by. And if that requires a little bit of murder, a little bit of uh, extortion, whatever it takes to make sure that their family um, stays one step ahead of the townsfolk who just don't trust them for some reason. Uh, and it's a really, really sharp game. Uh, it does a lot of fun stuff. I'm worried it's not going to fund, actually. It looks like it's struggling, but that's a real shame because there is a lot of fun here. And if you want, you can check out my run-through where, I mean, I have some of the most fun-filled and thematic moments I've had in recent memory in a board game. Uh, before time runs out, folks, check out Gathering Gloom, a killer co-op, which ends on October 31st. Okay. Then we move on to the next one, Dreadful Meadows. And uh, this one ends on November 3rd, and this is another one that's just in time for Halloween. It is a uh, spooky, think kind of Tim Burton, Nightmare Before Christmas spooky, uh, game uh, that is a worker placement title where you are building your worker placement game as you go. Because the game has two halves. You are grabbing these tiles that represent different, um, well, pumpkin patches, or different um, plots of land where you can grow spooky candy. And um, so, as you grab these tiles and build up your own little gardens where you're going to grow the candy, which is the resource you use to buy more tiles, you then send your little um, spooky farmers, little uh, uh, gremlin-y ghost things out, and wherever you place them, that spawns more candy on all the adjacent spaces. And then you harvest those candy to be able to buy more tiles. And, um, and on top of that, you can build big super workers, harvesters, that once you put them down, if you put your workers next to the harvesters, they will do super production chains. And the game looks gorgeous. It seems nice and fast-paced and puzzly. Uh, really lovely components. And a very, very sharp game. Ultimately, you're trying to harvest all these things to fulfill recipes, to score points. And, I mean, I have played a few games in the past where, yeah, it's a worker placement game where you build your own board as you go, but rarely have I played one that looks this good. Uh, that is Dreadful Meadows. That ends on November 3rd. Okay, after that, we've got Roll to the Top. Now, this is actually part of a three-game campaign that ends on November 4th. 
And really, it's the roll to the top game that I'm interested in. Pollen and Big Top, the other two, I have not played those. Now, you can back to get all three games, or you can get any one. Roll to the top is the one that both Kimberly and I were hugely uh, keen on. In fact, we did a, uh, run, or a final thoughts together, because I played it years ago in its first edition. Now it's gotten a new second edition, where the production has ramped up, and the uh, has added a lot more content. Roll to the top is a roll and right with a really clean and simple and fast playing elegance along the lines of one of my favorites of all time from the same publisher on tour. Every round, dice are going to be rolled, and you decide, right, am I going to add these dice together? Am I going to subtract? Am I going to use them independently to fill more and more spaces as I'm trying to fill out a uh, little uh, player board and roll my way to the top? It's a race game. Everybody's got access to the same results. It's a bingo-style game. But everybody goes in very, very different directions as they work their way to the top. Comes with a bunch of different boards. It's now dry erase marker uh, friendly, so you can play over and over and over again. <clears throat> and if you want, you can watch Kimberly's new run-through, or you can watch my original run-through from years ago, or you can see the two of us talking about it in the final thoughts, because it is an absolutely fantastic roll and write. Really, one of the best if you're looking for clean, simple, pure, fun, easy-to-teach, gateway-style, elegant games. Uh, now called uh, Roll to the Top, it's added these new adventure boards, Really, really sharp stuff. And the other two, I suspect they're nice as well. Because publisher Board Game Tables is really starting to um, you know, show design chops uh, that you know maybe even eclipse their table-making chops. Uh, Pollen is a remake of an old Reiner Knizia card game, um, Samurai the Card Game. And it looks really sharp and clever, although maybe a little bit too player versus player with all the area control for my agenda, my taste. Big Top seems like a card-driven... Um, auction game that's very, very sharp, but it requires three players minimum. So I kind of passed on it. Like I said, I've come to this one for Roll to the Top, but then there's some other ones you might want to investigate too. And this whole campaign ends November 4th. Okay. And now the final one, folks. Oh my gosh. Uh, Genpei or Genpei? I've had people um, post either pronunciation. I, you know, I'm, I'm really not quite sure the correct pronunciation. Um, I'm going to go with Genpei because I believe Kimberly looked it up and that's what she found. But oh, pronunciation aside, publishers, please include pronunciation guides with your games um, when it's not 100% clear. But anyway, uh, actually, uh, the uh, I remember the, uh, the Kickstarter intro video doesn't really show any gameplay. Let me scroll down uh, and get to Kimberly's video because she did a sponsored preview of this for the channel. And man alive, this game... This is a another deck builder. It's a deck builder where you only start with two cards in your hand. and But very quickly, you'll go from two to four to six to eight. You get more and more cards every round. But even though... I was so impressed watching Kimberly's preview of this. Even though you only have two cards, this game is full from start to finish with incredible combo explosive turns. Round after round after round. It's kind of like, you know that feeling in Gone Shown Clever? Probably the most popular moderately crunchy rolling right out there where, hey, you spend a lot of time building up, building up, and then boom, you have a really big turn where this leads to this, leads to this. Combo, combo, combo chain stuff. This game gives you that feel almost every single turn. Even though each turn you're only playing two cards. And the cards you play are tied to these four different factions, these four different clans. 
And you play a card to activate the rondelle of a given clan, which moves the rondelle marker clockwise or counterclockwise one space. So every card you play is multi-use. You could do this action or that action. But almost inevitably, the one action you do with a single card will trigger other actions on the other wheels. Um, and so you'll end up doing several things, and then boom, you've got your other card to play. So the order you play your two cards that are in your hand this turn are hugely important, and you very quickly start ramping up and getting other powers. There are area control elements this game. Um, there are set collection elements to this game. There's a lot going on. And I have to admit, when I first took a look at this myself, I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I see how this works, but I'm, I, it's, you just have two cards. How much can you do? But folks, if you watch Kimberly's video, I, I you will be as blown away as I am. Every turn, it's like, okay, well, I did this, and that did me that, and this, and that, and that, and that, and that. Or, oh, but I could have done the other thing, which is this, that, that, and that. And it's just wonderfully compelling and compulsive that every turn, you're going to have this really, really cool um, explosion of options, um, you know, all drawn from a very simple and elegant, just starting hand of two cards that you play with. You do more... Um, with um, less cards than any other deck builder I've ever seen, which is why again, pay, which ends on November 8th, really jumped out at me after I watched Kimberly put it through its paces. Okay, folks, so those were the seven that really jumped out at me, but I got a few more, four more to talk about because we also covered them on the channel. So starting with Mine Your Business, which ends on October 26th, this is a very sharp little... Um, Really, I think the closest thing I would call to is a you know those slider puzzles that um, you, you move tiles around to try to fulfill a uh, a given layout. This is that in card game form, competitive or cooperative, where you've got your little gnomes that are running around a mine trying to um, move, maneuver and rotate cards to get into the right pattern so you can collect them and mine and get lots of precious gemstones. You can do it as a cooperative mode, which is great. Two different versions of the cooperative, uh, an intro and a more complex one. You can play it competitive. There are multiple versions of the competitive game. The game has so much variety built in. And I, Jen, I enjoyed it, but I will say this is definitely a lighter weight game. This is a great intro gateway style game um, that you can teach to just about anybody. It's got a few simple player so if you're look, it's a little light for me and Jen. But if you're looking for a lighter gateway game that's fun and fast with absolutely gorgeous little uh, meeples, oh my gosh, they look so great! You might want to check out Mind Your Business, which ends on the twenty uh, sixth. Okay. Then we have Harrow County, a game of gothic conflict. This is another one that um, Kimberly did a sponsored preview for on the channel. And, you know, this is a game that I think you want to check out if you were ever interested in root or similar asymmetric, really um, unique feeling games of moving around, moving your units around on a map, trying to maintain control, and everybody practically almost playing a completely different style of game depending on what faction they control. In this game, Harrow County is a town where the villagers uh, did somebody wrong and they have come back for revenge. So one player are the revenge seekers, the other player are the town protectors, and they are doing very, very different styles of play. But then there's a third player, which is a uh, you know somebody who is wronged even more by the town and is just trying to take out everybody. I watched Kimberly's video, and really, the I, I, it, this is its own unique beast. It has so many really cool mechanisms, including just about the coolest cube tower conflict resolution box implementation I have 
ever seen. And um, yeah, if you like Root or the idea of Root, but maybe you're looking for something that plays a little bit faster, is a little bit easier to get into, then you might want to check out Harrow County. It is all about conflict. It's not my jam, but I cannot deny just how brilliant the design is. And this is from the same team that did Mind Management, which, as I said at the time, is the greatest hidden movement game of all time because it did so many cool, new, interesting, quirky, offbeat ideas. And they're doing the same thing, bringing a very popular graphic graphic novel series, Harrow County, to cardboard form. And again, it uh, ends on October 28th. You can check out Kimberly's preview to learn more. Okay, then we've got Outrun the Bear. Amy and Maggie did a uh, sponsored preview for this. And uh, this is a charming, fast-playing little game. Another kind of gateway-style game. A, a kind of almost party atmosphere because everybody's trying to get back to the camperman, trying to get back to the station wagon um, while being chased by the bear. It's a bunch of hand management, playing the right cards to get yourself ahead, um, or keep your, uh, you know, your opponents behind because you don't have to be the fastest. You just have to be faster than somebody else to make it out alive and avoid, um, be uh, the bear because that's what you're here to do outrun the bear uh the game you can players can actually kind of work together but at the end of the day it is a cooperative game and amy and maggie did a wonderful preview uh it's just fun it's light it's silly it ends on november 3rd outrun the bear and finally we've got 14 frantic minutes let me go ahead and find my video i did a uh preview for this and oh man, if you want to watch me literally melt down on camera, uh, because I did it, this is a real-time puzzly game of polyomino-style tiling, where we are trying to escape from a mad scientist laboratory by hacking out doors to open them up by creating uh, completed chains. This is one. This was like the second one or third one I did in my playthrough. Uh, you know, uh, you know, circuit chains to try to open the door and move on to the next room. The rooms start out fairly simple, uh, and it's interesting. This game ha is near infinite replayability because it always has. Every time you play, it's a unique combination of rooms and patterns that you have to create with uh, the same collection of polyomino tiles, and you are racing against the clock to do this. Uh, the whole game is going to start to finish. If you win, you will have done it in under fourteen frantic minutes. Because on average, you get about two minutes per room. Although sometimes you'll get through a room in 30 seconds. Sometimes a room will make you scratch your head for three or four or five or six or seven or eight minutes. And that's what happened to me. Uh, it seems so simple. I made it look so simple in this uh, room that I did. But oh my gosh, as it goes on uh, and you feel the tension... It just gets super crunchy and very challenging uh, in, in the best possible way. For me and Jen, it was almost too much. Jen, I mean, so you have to really enjoy high-stress, super puzzly sequences to get into this game. For Jen, it was a little bit too much tension-filled. And I have to admit, I mean, again, if you want to see that tension play out, watch me melt down as I start to do some of the tougher rooms and I can't quite puzzle it out. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a lot of fun if that that's what you're looking for. It ends its run on November 4th. And yeah, it gives exactly, I mean, this is total truth in advertising, 14 frantic minutes. And that's it, folks. Uh, another crowd sorcery has uh, been successfully sorcered. So thanks as always for watching. Have a very nice day. Talk to you later. So long. Bye-bye. And click a thing. Click a thing. There's all the things. They're just going to be here for, I'm what, 10 seconds now? You've got 10 seconds? Nine, eight.
seven. I don't have a timer. I'm running out. Four, three, two, one, zero, negative one, negative two.